the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. It's all I want. She's blonde, five foot two. It's all I need, yeah. And one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. This is my America. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show, kicking off another phenomenal week here, right here on The Answer San Diego. I always say Monday is the best day of the week. Don't argue with me, y'all, because you're about to hear two hours of phenomenal radio. We've got Larry Elder tonight. We've got Amy Reichert is running in the 4th District here in San Diego. We've got Brian Maloney. We've from Red Wave America with for Mondays with Maloney, and then we've got Former gunnery sergeant Jesse Jane Duff here. We got uh, 2024 coverage we got to share with you guys tonight. We've got breaking news coming out of these uh, indictments for Donald Trump. Uh, the Afghanistan Angel families spoke today. That's one of the things of uh, former gunnery sergeant Jesse Jane Duff is here to talk about tonight. So buckle up and get ready for the wild ride tonight. Our live call-in number is 888-344-1170, 888-344-1170. Email me at andreakshow.com. Love to read out those emails during the show. That's andreakshow.com. Before I go any further, got to bring in this man. He's the grease that keeps the wheels of the AK show rolling every night of the week. It's DJ Potato Skin. Yeah, it may be great, but let's cut to the chase because we have the great Elderski standing by. <laughs> we got to kick off. If I'm going to tell y'all we got the best show and the best Monday night show edition, that, that must mean Larry Elder, who's the sage of South Central. We're kicking off tonight's show with him. Hello, Larry Elder. Welcome back. Hello, Andrea. Thank you so much for having me. That's quite a show. And please give my love to Sergeant Jesse James when you talk to her. I will. She's she's phenomenal. She's awesome. She is. Um, but of course you are. And thank you for being here and kicking off tonight's Andrea K. show. Um, got so much to to go over with you tonight. And we'll get to, to the debate because I want you on that stage. Um, but I got to get your reaction over some of the breaking news today. We've got Judge Cannon down in Florida who has, she pimp slapped Jack Smith today. She denied two of his motions, one of which was for conflict of interest involving an attorney. Another one was because they're continuing to want to keep things sealed and keep things away, evidence away from the American people. But uh, she revealed today that he had a grant, he has had a secret grand jury in the D.C. area outside of her jurisdiction and she wanted an explanation for that we have an fbi and a department of justice that is full-on ussr north korea castro's cuba uh, you know whatever authoritarian communistic government you want to choose your thoughts larry elder it's hard to believe isn't it that we are living in america 
I mean, this latest indictment is probably the worst one out of all of them. Talk about a two-tiered system of justice. I read the 45-page indictment several times, Andrea, and it is replete with praise of Vice President Mike Pence for resisting the pressure that Donald Trump and his attorneys put on him. Uh, He painted him almost like a Prince Valiant, a man in a white horse coming in to save the day. He rescued democracy almost single-handedly. It sounds like you're describing a comic book with a superhero, Mike Pence. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, what, 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 he, what, what uh, Jack Smith didn't put in his uh, indictment is that just weeks earlier, Mike Pence was on CNN, and while he said that Donald Trump and I will never see eye to eye on this matter, he even said that Donald Trump, in his opinion, acted recklessly on January 6th. But he also said, there's nothing I have seen so far that tells me he did anything criminal. So the very guy you're praising is also saying that this indictment uh, is nonsense. And the other thing is, the... Governance of the, this process is done by a law called the Electoral Count Act. It was passed in 1887. And by and large, it has been interpreted, Andrea, as giving the vice president on this day a ceremonial position. That said, the Democrats have tried to overturn elections to use their rhetoric many times. In, uh, in 2000, after George W. Bush won, uh, the Democrats, the first week of 2001, tried to decertify Florida claiming that the vote wasn't counted properly. The vice president smacked it down. 2004, when George W. got reelected, they did the same thing. They tried to decertify Ohio. Benny Thompson, the chair of the so-called January 6th Insurrection Committee, joined with 29 other House members, plus Senator Barbara Boxer, to decertify Ohio, claiming that the Debold voting machine had been tampered with. The vice president slapped that down. And in 2016, after Donald Trump won, they challenged more states than the uh, Trump administration did Uh, In 2020, that that was also slapped down. And when the two lawyers, Donald Trump, two of them are unindicted co-conspirators, one of whom I've known for a long time. His name is John Eastman. He used Mm. a novel theory claiming that this act enabled the vice president to do exactly what Trump wanted him to do. Jack, John Eastman is facing disbarment because he made this allegation. Facing disbarment. Lawyers make novel theories. It's for yeah. a theory. It's, it, now, now, yeah. now in, in December of last year, guess what the Congress did? They changed the law. They changed <laughs> the wording of the Electoral yeah. Act to make sure, crystal clear, that they couldn't do what Trump did. Now, if it wasn't ambiguous, why do you need to change the law? And now you're trying to disbar a guy for using a theory that, that is no longer capable of being used because you changed the law after he used the theory? This is out outrageous, beyond outrageous. And as you well know, we got all these allegations about pay-for-play by Joe Biden and his son, Hunter, and there isn't even a special prosecutor even looking at it. Well, not to mention the fact that I think it goes beyond, we're talking to Larry Elder, who's running for, you know, obviously national radio superstar, but now he's running for former uh, governor candidate here for California, and now he's running for president. Um, uh, I, 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 I think it's beyond allegations at this point. I think the evidence that Joe Biden sold off the access to the U.S. and actually changed policy as a result of taking money, I think has been documented. I think serial killers are sitting on death row on less circumstantial evidence right. uh, than we've got right here. What we don't have is uh, we don't we don't have a system of justice at all. If if John Eastman is looking at losing his license, um, you know, for for you know practicing law right. and and looking to be criminally charged. And we've got a former president of the United States. The documents case, uh, really, while Joe Biden 
has documents in his garage. That's insane. Um, but every bit of it is to cover up the crimes of the Democrats. And what can we do about it? And what would you do about it if you were president? And on the documents case, uh, Andrea, they're still investigating that. How long is that going to take? And let's assume that Donald Trump lied to the country when he said uh, that I, I that the election was stolen. Let's let's assume for a moment. I don't believe it, but let's assume for a moment that in his mind, in his heart, he didn't believe anything he said. That's criminal. No, it's Criminals not. Lie fa- all the time. Are you right. kidding me? In fact, the Supreme Are Court you- already ruled on that in 2012, Larry Elder, over a presidential candidate lying about military you know, service or whatever. And the Supreme Court came out and said to criminalize that would be to chill free speech. And we're not going to do it. Um, let's talk about. Uh, the debate, because mm-hmm. I want and, and many people would be like, well, Andrea, you know, if, if you support Trump, why why do you want? And as of right now, I'm going to be straight with you, Larry Elder. I do support Trump because we had the we had a, a, for a variety of reasons. Number one is I have a, I have my own theory that if you haven't been on the receiving end of the weaponized DOJ and FBI, you might not have the have the the motivation to go and to drain the swamp. Right. That being right. said, I want Donald, Donald Trump made some mistakes and things that I disagree with and I want him challenged and I think that uh, I want you on the debate stage because when I look around at everybody else I ain't seen anybody that's worthy of being on the debate stage besides you make the case for why you should be there and I also don't like how the Republican Party has gotten in cahoots with Fox News to decide who we should get to see in the debate right right well uh, you know I supported Donald Trump in 2016 and campaigned with him in fact I was with uh, uh, Sergeant Jesse Jane, we camp- campaigned for him together. I also supported him in 2020 and will happily do so again in 2024. And I've already said that if I am not the party nominee and Trump or somebody else is, I will happily support him or her because the real target is the Biden-Harris administration. And I'm running as an America first guy. Why then am I running? Because there are some issues, Andrea, that our side is not putting front and center. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we ought to. Number one, there is an epidemic in this country of fatherlessness. Just yes. to choose one, 70 percent of black kids now enter the world without a father in the home, married to the mother, up from 25 percent back in 1965. In fact, 25 percent of white kids are now entering the world without a father in the home, married to the mother. And the stats are clear. Even Obama once once quoted them. Mm-hmm. If you're raised without a dad, you're five times more likely to be poor and commit crime, nine times more likely to drop out of school and 20 times more likely to end up in jail. What we've done uh, since the mid 60s, when a Democrat named Lyndon Johnson launched a so-called war on poverty, We've incentivized women to marry the government and incentivized Mm -hmm. men to abandon their financial and moral responsibility. Mm -hmm. And that is not to denigrate the job that single moms have done and often with extended family members, but it certainly is a lot harder. The other thing is this big lie that America is systemically racist. Right. It's not only driving nonsense like reparations and race-based preferences and DEI. It's getting people killed. It's called the Ferguson effect or the George Floyd effect. And that's a phenomenon of cops pulling back from their normal proactive policing for fear of being accused of engaging in systemic racism. And as a result, there are thousands of people who've been victimized by violent crime. Many are dead who otherwise would not have suffered if the police had been doing their normal proactive policing. And finally, we have a disaster, and that's the word for it, called K-12 through urban education. Where did just mm-hmm. pick one city, Baltimore? I kid you not, Andrea, 13 public high schools in Baltimore, 0% of the kids can do math at grade level. Well, let's not, put LeBron John- let's not put LeBron James in charge of any of that, because I don't know if you heard about his school. I did. I did. <laughs> I'll tell you what, what, what was wrong with that. I knew it was going to fail when it started. He didn't change anything. It's another government-run school. 
Same rules, same regulations, same union. All he did was put his name on the door. When you're having the same rules and regulations, you don't give teachers the power to fire people, uh, to, to kick out students. You don't give principals the, 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 the ability to, to uh, choose their own teachers. When you don't get buy-in from the presidents, have a long, uh, long curriculum day, you're going to get the same results. And these Democrats oppose school choice, but the elites, whether it's Barack mm-hmm. Obama or the Bidens or Gavin Newsom, have their own kids in private school while denying you the opportunity to give your kid a better education. Larry if Elder, I can put those issues front and center. Then absolutely, I've done my job. Well, yeah, and uh, speak for a moment about the connection between the father fatherlessness and the crime. When I look and see, did, did you see the, what went on in New York City with the riot over yes, a PlayStation yes. Five right. and the behavior that was going on there? These are some people that needed a dad in their lives. Am I wrong? That's right. And if anybody doubts that, you have to ask yourself this. Why is it that 60% of the homicides, the shootings and the robberies are committed by black people? Why is it that half of the homicide victims in America are black? Why is it that a young black man aged 10 to 43 is 13 times more likely to be murdered than a young white man, same demo? Unless you're prepared to say that black people are just genetically inclined to commit more crime, you have to ask yourself what the devil is going on. And what the devil is going on is that 70%, as I mentioned, black kids enter the world without a father in the home married to the mother. That's the genesis of all of this. And until we deal with that we're going to be having these problems yeah and we need somebody like you who can clearly articulate that because i'm tired of this this um the republican party being so scared they're going to be called the r word that they don't deal you know directly with it what we have is a cultural problem in this country absolutely and 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 nobody's got the courage to actually speak to that and and be brave about it and um you know it's not like you're not called names you i i saw you being called a really really (laughs) horrific name on, on my twitter including my name because you dare to be speaking out on these issues you called an uncle tom if you, worse than that, if you speak out on these issues, uh, if you're white, you're going to be called a racist. If you're black, you're going to be called, as I was by the L.A. Times, the black face of white supremacy. And that's why I need 40,000 individuals to go to my website, LarryElder.com. You can donate as little as $1. All I need are 40,000 individual donors for me to qualify for that debate stage on August 23 in Milwaukee. We're a little more than halfway there. So please go to your website, even if you want somebody else. If you want me to talk about fatherlessness, uh, the lie about systemic racism, the need for school choice, the need for an amendment to the Constitution to fix spending to a certain percentage of the GDP, uh, and, the, and a method to get rid of these soft on crime, George Soros back behaves, I'm your guy. See, that's why I want as many people as possible. I like, I'm not one of these people that likes only one person in the race. I like primary because it, it, we're supposed to be about the marketplace of ideas and nobody has your perspective or your ability to articulate it. And the entire nation deserves to hear what you have to say. Your website where they can go and support you. LarryElder.com, LarryElder.com. When I get up there, it's game on. Hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for being here, Larry Elder. We love you so much. Appreciate it. Love you too. Anytime. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. All right. It. Take it easy. All right. Stay tuned. we got more coming up on the other side of the break. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Shout out! Dedicating tonight's show to friend of the show and friend of mine, Sandra Kinslow. It's her birthday today. Um, I would sing a happy birthday, but I actually got an email from a from a listener one night who said, "You're right, AK. You can't sing." <laughs> And you know what? I, I used to actually be in the church choir because 
I could sing well enough to where I could be drowned out effectively by other by a group of people. Um, so anyway, uh, happiest of birthdays to our dear friend Sandra. In fact, Sandy, I love so much because anytime I'm stumped. I'll, I'll put the question out there to the listeners and literally within like a minute, she'll have the answer for me. Like if I can't think of like some old TV show or something, she's like my human Google. <laughs> love her so much. Sandy, if you're listening, we love you and we appreciate you so much here. So hope, hopefully you're having a day that's as good as you deserve. Um, tale of two athletes, by the way, we're going to get back to some information on these Trump uh, the latest of what's going on with these Trump cases in a moment. But uh, d- did you see skins over the weekend? We had tale of two athletes. We had Simone Biles, who's just the greatest of all time, uh, U.S. Olympian in terms of women's gymnastics, loves her country, never have heard her say anything anti-American. She was devastated when she had to pull out in the Olympics. Uh, she uh, decided after two years to get back into it. And I missed it over the weekend. I had such so much drama with my car and stuff. Anyway. Um, evidently she won her meet over the weekend. I just saw some of the stuff, uh, some of her, uh, different, uh, events and she just was on fire. And so that made me feel good in comparison to Megan Rapinoe, who did you, uh, did you see that Miss Woke U.S. soccer gal. I saw no sports over the weekend. I was 100% outdoors. Well, I don't watch any sports, and I never watch soccer, by the way, because I just find it terminally boring. But evidently, the U.S. women's soccer team was in a World Cup championship game with Sweden, and evidently evidently went scoreless, and there's something that has to do with penalty kicks. I don't know. I don't know anything about soccer. Um, So the game hinges on Megan Rapinoe kicking the game-winning field goal, and she chokes, and the game is lost. And I thought, how fitting for her career to end on that type of a choke. Um, However, in watching it, because I didn't watch the game, um, it looked to me like she did it on purpose because it was so far high and gone that it looked like it was like a tennis player lobbing a ball all the way over the fence. So that's kind of how I saw it. And she and and for me to even think that just goes to show how despicable I think of her, that I think she's so anti-American, so full of hate that she would even trample her own career ending moment just in order to stick it to the U.S. But I don't think she did because she will she will be remembered for being the loser that she is, regardless of her intentions there. So I don't know if you had anything you wanted to share on that skins. Otherwise, I will move along. Not particularly. So let's get back to uh, the Trump situation on these indictments. Um, I already shared the fact that Judge Cannon smacked down uh, Special Counsel Jack Smith like, you know, she just totally pimp slapped him and denied their motions there. Um, I think that that when it comes to the Jan Smith, Jan Smith, (laughs) the Jan six indictments, I wanted to play you guys um, some of Trump's attorney. On, um, I think he was on with Shannon Bream over the weekend, and you know I think he was absolutely spot on. I don't know if 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 he hasn't been on too many media outlets. I want you to hear from him because he's absolutely right that Trump has every right to petition our government, um, our you know institutions. In fact, it's the right thing to do. Please start with clip one zero zero one nine. 
from running for president. So let's talk about the charges, though. You say this is an attack on the First Amendment. The Justice Department recognizes that former President Trump had and has First Amendment rights to say say things. In the indictment itself, it says this. The defendant had a right, like every American, to speak publicly about the election and even to claim falsely that there had been outcome determinative fraud during the election and that he had won. The rest of the indictment, though, is about the conduct, not just the speech. Well, yeah, the the First Amendment protects conduct as well as speech. But what the Justice Department, the Biden administration doesn't do is reference what's the conduct at issue. Uh, President Trump did not issue any executive orders or, or do anything in terms of using the levers of executive power. He simply petitioned and asked uh, state legislatures and state electoral officials around the country uh, to act responsibly. In fact, he petitioned, not directed, he petitioned his own vice president ultimately to pause the voting on January 6th in order to allow the states to weigh in on auditing or recertifying. All of that is core First Amendment protected speech. Um, In fact, everyone, whether you're a president of the United States or or an ordinary citizen like you or me, can petition their government with with grievances or requests to redress actions that were taken by the government. That's exactly what President Trump did. This is core political speech. Absolutely. You have every right. So much of this is beyond about being about Trump. Ultimately, this is about telling you that Democrats, I mean, Larry Elder laid it all out in terms of all some of not the extent of the efforts the Democrats have made to, to fight and push back and challenge election results. They have every right to do it. Most Americans don't even know because you don't care, right? You don't care. I mean, we, we did in, in 2000 during Bush v. Gore because Al Gore had had to go to the Supreme Court because he was so intent on denying George W. Bush the win. And there was never any time in which it, in which it was ever even really in question. This is about permanently having the U.S. government decide the outcomes of our elections and Americans being told to shut up about it. And that's why we can't shut up about it. That's why the most important thing we could do is use our voices. And that's one reason why you guys need to be at this. If, if you haven't gotten your tickets left, I was so, so excited when I came in tonight uh, that our gal Diane here, who just does everything for us, uh, was putting together the VIP passes for uh, the event Thursday night. If you don't have your tickets already, VIP is, is getting close to being sold out if it hasn't already. Uh, but come join us. Me, Mike Gallagher, Officer Brandon Tatum. Save America Town Hall. There's a VIP portion at the beginning. Cocktails, heavy hors d'oeuvres. And then the town hall begins at around 630. Get your tickets at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. We got to start using our voices because the time for us to be sitting back and counting on our elected officials to do the work for us is behind us. It's over. We've got to do the work for ourselves. Later on, we've got some shocking comments made by Ron DeSantis to share with you guys about some of the things that he had to say. We already know where Mike Pence and Chris, Mike Pence and Chris Christie and the rest of the establishment party stands on these issues. His attorney had some other comments to make, but we'll we'll save that for later. Coming up next is Jesse Jane Duff, retired 
Gunny Sergeant Jesse Jane Duff here to talk about the hearing that took place today with the families of those that lost their loved ones in the Afghanistan pullout, as well as what's going on. Do we have a military encounter going on with Russia and China around Alaska? Jesse Jane Duff will be here to explain everything that you need to know, so don't go away. Andrea Kay, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Having a great time on this Monday edition. Monday is my favorite day of the week, as y'all know. And we've just got such a phenomenal show for you guys. At the open of the show, we had Larry Elder, who just has... Is there anybody that's more articulate than Larry Elder when it comes to the issues in general, as well as the issues affecting... And the answer is no. Yeah. I mean, he's just absolutely amazing. Um, And um, he made sure that we... he. He made sure that we promised that we would say hi to our next guest, which is the one and only Jesse Jane Duff is joining us tonight to talk about the hearing that took place today with the family members of those who lost their loved ones in Afghanistan, as well as uh, what a possibly scary situation with our military going on off of, of Alaska. You know, Jesse Jane Duff. She's been on the show many times. She's a retired gunnery sergeant. She's a Newsmax analyst, 2020 campaign co-chair for Veterans for Trump, ambassador for America First Policy Institute. I'm out of breath. She's got such a resume. Follow her on Twitter at Jesse Jane Duff, and she joins me now. Hello, my dear. Hey, good afternoon. Boy, an action-packed year, knowing yeah. that we got Biden running this show into the ground. Mm. I mean, it gives us uh, folks plenty to talk about, which is uh, sadly uh, tragic. Um, it'd be nice if we had better news to report upon on a daily basis, but unfortunately we don't. But well, anyway, I digress. <laughs> well, but that's why we gotta, we've got to get together and we've got to, to uh, use our voices. I talked about, I, pl- I just played a clip of Trump's attorney on, I think he was on with Shannon Bream, talking about how this indictment, as, as shared by Alan Dershowitz, as shared by Jonathan Turley and others, that it's really just an attack on our First Amendment. They want to shut us up, Jesse Jane Duff. They want us quiet. They want us to shut up about election fraud so that they control the outcome of our elections. They want us to shut up about the fact that Joe Biden and Hunter Biden can fly around the world when he's vice president on taxpayers' money to line their pockets while they uh, cook the books and change our policies. I mean, they want us to shut up about the open border. They want us to shut up about every aspect of it, and we can't. And I'm glad to tell y'all that Jesse Jane Duff is going to be at the Saving America Town Hall this Thursday. So just another the reason if you haven't gotten your tickets to come and join us because we got a country to save don't we jesse jane duff oh yes absolutely and you know californians forget how powerful they are mm-hmm. because uh half of the registered voters are non-party affiliated or republican a li- two points above that of democrat many people don't realize that uh 44 are democrat and 48 percent are comprised of republicans at 24% and non-party affiliated at 24%. So it really tells you if the people that don't want to identify as Republican, we know they don't want to, definitely don't want to be a Democrat, get out there and get engaged. We Mm -hmm. have a fighting chance. We can turn our, not only our own state around, and I say our, because many people, many of your listeners may not realize I've been staying up in Sacramento as I cared for my parents as they got old. I'm a Californian. I was raised in California. Uh, So the threats that, you know, we were 
going to talk about today are of deep concern to me because when we start talking about warships that are having to be dispatched by our United States Navy because we've got Russians and Chinese warships playing reindeer games within 12 miles of the coast of Alaska, Mm. that tells us, you know, why isn't this absolutely on the headlines? Because that is being done to provoke the U.S. But what is even more shocking to me, they did it last September with seven warships, and it was a little Coast Guard vessel out there that discovered it, and the U.S. response, just like the balloon that flew over the U.S., was tepid. So now they came out stronger this time, 11 ships. We had to dispatch Four destroyers and mm. reconnaissance surveillance aircraft to make sure that they did not do anything aggressive. But yet they say this is normal for uh, countries to practice and unite in international waters. But if they don't think that the, uh, they were trying to send a very clear statement to mm-hmm. the United States that you do not scare us, you do not intimidate us, and with the tensions between Taiwan and the Ukraine going, this was a clear statement that those two countries are unified. This is really frightening. We're talking to uh, retired gunnery sergeant Jesse Jane Duff. This is really frightening to me because we've got a commander-in-chief that just told the world, oh, we got to give these particular type of bombs that are illegal. You and I talked about these illegal bombs uh, that, that are illegal in over 100 countries. We've got to give them to Ukraine because we're out of our regular artillery. I mean, this is... Uh, uh, you know, this is a commander in chief that's been on the take from Romania, Ukraine and, and, and Chinese Communist Party is documented by uh, the whistleblowers in the FD 1023 in, in the documents, um, which explains, you know, uh, or, or raises questions as to why uh, we're continuing to send money to Ukraine, even though Zelensky's not trying to find any any peaceful measure. We ha- don't have a commander in chief that we can trust either ethically, legally mentally and beyond and this is you know as well as the fact that we've got a lot of these we got a lot of war hawks that would be happy to get us into a third world war uh in order to wag the dog and maybe rally support behind the biden administration you know we see a commander-in-chief that is not sending a firm message out to the entire world he has the inability of uniting the NATO countries to stand up against the aggression of Russia to invade a country. We have to realize those NATO countries are not even providing their fair share. Uh -uh. When you look at the amount of money that the U.S. has provided, it still surpasses all of that combined by the NATO alliances. And when you combine their economies, they're relatively the equal to that of the U.S. So why is it that the brunt of this has fallen upon the Americans? That's the first thing. The Mm -hmm. second part of this is they obviously have not maneuvered enough to intimidate Russia from doing what they're doing. These are the countries that are most at risk, most at threat. There's so many other areas that could be addressed instead of just supplying beam 
guns, bullets and band-aids over there because this is not a war that we should be encouraging or supporting, as President Trump has said. I'm not taking sides. I want it over. I want yeah. people to stop dying. Yes. And I do see people on the right supporting Russia. I see people on the right supporting Ukraine. And I would just dare to say most Americans are confused because they just don't see an end in sight. And we do not see people like Secretary Blinken on a plane over there nonstop working aggressively to ensure that the NATO alliance is showing a united front. Instead, it's like, oh, the U.S. has this. They're going to provide the support so we can go about our merry way without providing our uh, treasure to support this. So uh, unfortunately, this is tragic on so many levels. Well, we've only got a couple minutes left, and I can't have you on without getting your response to the mother of a serviceman killed in Afghanistan. Nobody but you can can respond to this, in, in my opinion. Skins, please play clip 13. When Joe Biden, our elected president, entered the room, when he approached me, his words to me were, my, w- my wife Jill and I know how you feel. We lost our son as well and brought him home in a flag-draped coffin. My heart started beating faster and I started shaking knowing that their son died from cancer and they were able to be by his side. Also wondering how someone could honestly Sorry. Be so heartless to say he knew how I felt a little over 24 hours and learning of my son's death. After this encounter, I have never had any personal correspondence, nor has my son been honored or his name spoken by this commander in chief or his administration on what I feel is because of their failures and poor planning to exit our troops from Afghanistan. Your thoughts, Jesse Jane Duff. That was just one of many lies told. That's what's so tragic about this. Mm-hmm. Hearing that, you know, Joe Biden had to lie to all these family members and say, I know how you feel. My son died, too, as if he had to blend himself into this scenario without showing empathy for their sons, right. their daughters. But that wasn't the only lie. Another uh, statement was made that the mother was told of Barnett, a staff sergeant, let me, Staff Sergeant Taylor Hoover, I'm sorry, Staff Sergeant Taylor Hoover, his family was told that he died on impact. They found out it wasn't true, that he had actually tied his leg with a tourniquet. We also know about Sergeant Nicole G, them refusing to fly her remains back to Arlington Cemetery, but yet they can send the money to Ukraine. The State Department did Just, do a scathing report of this evacuation. I will say, dare to say, though, that nobody was held accountable for Jesse Jane the Duff. show that killed everyone. Thank you for being here tonight. Can't wait to see you Thursday at the Town Hall event. We got to be talking about this and this commander in chief. motivator. See you, we doll. Will. Can't wait to see you Thursday. And you guys stick around because we got more coming at you on the other side of the break. AK. Dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K. Show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Um, one of the things that took place today 
was Trump's team had to uh, answer, I think, to the courts regarding the Jan 6 case. I think it was based upon some statements that Trump made over the weekend. One of the things that he did was he tweeted out, you come for me, I go after you. Uh, That has been uh, considered by the left to be a threat. Um, maybe it is, but to whom? It doesn't state who it's a threat to, but of course, you know, the left is going to, you know, when we don't exactly have a justice system that's fair, we don't have a justice system at all because we don't have a two-tier justice system. We don't have a justice system at all. Uh, he made other comments this weekend like this. Please play clip 10. Deranged Jack Smith. He's a deranged human being. You take a look at that face, you say, that guy is a sick man. There's something wrong with him. I withdrew. Somebody said, why don't you be nice to him? I said, yeah, wouldn't matter. Wouldn't matter. This guy's a maniac. They gave me a maniac. Um, I think it might matter it, whether or not he's nice to him. I think that when you're dealing with this level of lawfare, where all the power is really in the hands of other people, you can't give them any... I love Trump, and I love that he's fearless. I love that he's willing to go after uh, this the, the deep state. But I think in a situation like this, I think I would tell him to be careful. Because if a gag order comes down, one of the things that the DOJ is, whether it's the documents case down in Florida, the Jan 6 case, they're trying to keep everything and all the evidence away from the American people, just like covering up the Hunter Biden laptop story, all the different ways that they control the flow of information so that they can control the American people, whether it's COVID and they want to keep you from knowing the truth about shots and about ivermectin or whether it's about knowing the truth about the elections, knowing the truth about the, you know the lawsuits and the crap going on there, they want to keep you stupid. And we have a good judge down in Florida, Judge Cannon, who's obviously holding Jack Smith to the rules of the road in terms of the law. But there's a judge in the D.C. area that has been assigned to him that is a literal dictator in a black robe. And he needs to be smarter than this, in my opinion, because given the situation on the ground, and I say that as somebody who loves Trump, my opinion, here's what Marjorie Taylor Greene had to say, and she is right on about the ultimate situation here and what's going on. Skins, please play clip eight. United States strongly condemns Russia's conviction of opposition leader Oleski Navalny on politically motivated charges. The Kremlin cannot silence the truth. Navalny should be released. Are you kidding me? Congresswoman, your reaction. Yeah, the amount of hypocrisy, hypocrisy is too much to take, Maria. And I'll, I'll follow up with, uh, with Byron just now. The Department of Justice is now running the 2024 presidential campaign yep. because Bidenomics is failing America. People can hardly afford gas. They can hardly afford groceries. And many seniors on a fixed income are choosing between paying rent and being able to buy their medications. People, people are drowning in inflation and America's failing under Bidenomics. They have no policies to run on. The only thing they can run on is to continue smearing President Trump's name 
And I just want to follow up and say, Maria, the more times they indict President Trump, the more people realize that the Biden administration is a communist regime. And for the first time, Americans are actually seeing what communism really looks like. And and we have to stand up to this. This is why Republicans in the House, when we come back in September, we have to vote for an impeachment inquiry because it's the right thing to do. Whether Joe Biden took five dollars to his name for corrupt business deals or whether he took 40 million dollars. It does not matter. It's up to Republicans to do the right thing and not allow the Department of Justice to win the 2024 presidential election for Joe Biden. It's all extraordinary. And we will certainly be watching both of your work. Thank you so much. She's absolutely right on. And I've been critical of MTG at times. In fact, her support of Kevin McCarthy. Um, but you know, she's right on here. This is the Department of Justice controlling our elections. Which is why um, next segment we've got uh, Brian Maloney is going to be with us for Mondays with Maloney. Wait till y'all hear some of the Ron DeSantis comments he made about the elections. I'm scared to death right now because going into 2024, and we'll get to that in a moment, because quite frankly, if Trump for some reason decides not to run, we need Larry Elder on the stage because <laughs> I don't really dig into Santa's. But getting back to what Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, had to say here, um, yeah, he, uh, Joe Biden needs to be impeached. We need accountability. The Republican Party, it does not matter. We've got to have, it doesn't matter whether it's $5 he's taken or $5 million. The goods are in. We see the evidence. The Republican Party must start taking action. And we got to start taking action ourselves as voters. We got to start running for office. Next hour, I've got Amy Reichert, who started a reopen San Diego uh, last year, I think it was, or two years ago now. Gosh, it's been so long. Um, and she's actually uh, running in the District 4. Uh, county supervisors race to replace Nathan Fletcher. She's going to be here next hour at 730. You're going to want to stay tuned for that. We got to get active. We've got to start because we got to take this country back uh, because everything that the, the deep state is doing is about control. The House today has accused the FBI of lying about continuing to work with big tech to suppress our, our uh, voices. Jim Jordan has come out with more evidence from, you know, we had the Twitter files where we, that was all released as to what Twitter, Twitter was doing and how they were working with Fauci and the FBI and the DOJ to control us and control our elections. Now we have the Facebook files coming out. Um, we're in dire straits in this country. Marjorie Taylor Greene is correct when she says, if Americans didn't understand what communism was, this is communism. This is communism where your government controls every aspect of your lives. And one of the ways that they do it is by controlling the information that you get to see and hear and by being able to weaponize the government against its citizens. And if you're a Democrat and you're an independent, you, you're really dumb. You're, you're the quintessential useful idiot if you're celebrating it because you think it's Donald Trump. Because they're not going to stop there. There's never been a time in which communism has worked out well for anybody but the very elites at the top of the food chain. So we've got to talk about that with Brian Maloney next hour. We've got Amy Reichert who's going to be here uh, for her District 4 race. We also have a celebrity story. We had a rapper that came out talking some sense when it came to transgenderism of kids. And then he turned right around and apologized. We got to share that story with you. 
Um, we've also got next hour that if you are panicked, if you're having panic attacks and anxiety attacks over climate change, did y'all know there's a whole area of psychology just for you? You're going to hear from a climate psychologist who can give you some treatment advice. So stay tuned for another hour of the Andrea K Show. Don't you go anywhere. Stay tuned. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.